Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Hometown Lowdown, the podcast where four hometown gals discuss current events, pressing questions, and music. I'm Kylie. I'm Rachel. I'm Tori. And I'm Alex. Let's talk. This week, Alex is going to be our host, and she is going to be talking about one of our favorite topics, which is music. But before we get into that, Tori just has a little message for everybody. So take it away, Tor. Thank you, Rachel. Um, I don't know if any of you listeners listen specifically for me. If you do, why? (laughs) Just kidding. Um, (laughs) This is going to be my last episode with the Hometown Lowdown Gals. Womp womp, I know. Um, I have, I'm leaving for personal reasons, and while I've enjoyed my time very much here, it's just not something I can do and fit into my life right now. So thank you all for being here, not only for me, but for all of us gals. And on that note, what are we drinking? (laughs) I'm drinking a Spotted Cow, the best beer of all time. It is such a classic. Yeah, so good. For everyone who doesn't live in Wisconsin, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Troy, what you drinking? I just finished up a water. I was thinking about grabbing a Spotted Cow. Yeah, I know. Crazy, right? I was thinking about grabbing a Spotted Cow, but I don't think I'm... I'm not entirely feeling it. So I think I'm just going to stick with water for the evening. I know. Super exciting. I've had super exciting drinks the last how many weeks? Sorry. (laughs) On your last episode. I know. Going out with a bang. (laughs) Going out with a splash. (laughs) Of water. I am drinking. I'm really switching it up. I'm drinking a glass of chocolate milk. (laughs) Girl, what? (laughs) Um, Damn. really craving something sweet because we ate dinner really quick before recording and I'm like oh, I want something eat or sweet but I can't really eat anything while we're recording because it's just like hard to have to mute unmute mute unmute so I made a chocolate milk concoction with almond milk and Hershey syrup and it is yeah. tasty yummy nice. I am drinking a peppermint mocha AKA, is it coffee? Is it hot chocolate? Still don't know. Still risked it all because I'm addicted. (laughs) (laughs) A peppermint mocha should definitely be coffee. From where? But it's just from the gas station. There might be espresso in it. I feel like those don't have espresso to begin with, but because it's just like a powder mixes with hot water, like hot chocolate. It's like that's all that those are. And then it pumps out into a cup. So I'm pretty sure it's just like a hot chocolate mix. But going to be wired tonight. <laughs> she I likes it. Last time. <laughs> yeah. Fine last time. So did you put some rum chata in it? Oh, that'd I be didn't. Good. No, I was running. Li- I got out of work late. Happy Monday, <laughs> and was barely barely made it here today. So <laughs> did not have time for alcohol. <laughs> Judy, how's the mouse situation in your Um, car? Honestly, I don't know. (laughs) There was proof that there was still a mouse, and then there hasn't been any new proof in a little, in a couple of days. And I did see, like, it's winter here, and I am. Like backed my car up when I went to start it yesterday, um, because so the sun would like melt some of the ice that was on the windshield. And moving it, I saw there were some mouse tracks under my car and going to the garage. So I'm hoping it has left. (laughs) But now it's in the garage. 
The garage is far enough away from the house. Just put Jackie in your car. She'll take care of it real quick. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. Just bring her to work with me. <laughs> but I'm hoping it's fine, which is probably wishful thinking. But um, I still haven't gotten a trap. Like Alex has like these like, I don't know, like it's not like an old school mouse trap um, that I would feel comfortable with having in my car. I just haven't gotten one in there yet because I've been avoiding it. <laughs> I don't want to deal with a dead mouse either. <laughs> but Ugh. gives me the yeah. skeebies. Yeah, pretty much everyone I've told that story to reacts the same way. So <laughs> I hate my life. <laughs> so, Alex, what kind of questions about music do you have for us? So, I would like to talk about music, and there's a lot of different things that music can be to people. So before we get into like the more lighthearted, like fun stuff, when does music help you the most? And like, or like, why does it mean so much to you? Who wants to go first? I can go. Okay. I feel like music makes me feel things more deeply. So for me personally, like if I'm already in a mood, I'm going to listen to something that makes that mood more intense. Um, I'm not the kind that like, if I'm in a bad mood, I'm going to listen to, like, really upbeat music to have it pick me up. That happens sometimes, like, based off of, like, what's on the radio every once in a while. But most of the time, I listen to something that already matches my mood. Um, so if I'm feeling energized, like, I'll put on a song that makes me move and I feel even more energized. Or when I'm sad, a sad song will connect with me more so than usual. And then I really get in my feelings. <laughs> and <then laughs> I just revel in my sadness. Um... I just feel like sometimes songs can be so moving and lyrically relatable. And especially that latter part means a lot to me because like when I feel an artist can describe my mood or situation perfectly with words that even I would use, like it just blows my mind. And I'm like, wow. And I listen, like I listen to that song repeatedly and it just, I feel like for me, it just means so much that I could connect with somebody who's like a stranger because most of the time these people these artists are writing songs about their own lives or like they're relatable and when I can connect it just is really special for me and that's just kind of how I use it if you will is it enhances my moods and it makes me feel good or sometimes not so good but I feel like that's part of life too so there's music for everything I guess is what I'm saying Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the same as Tor. Like, I listen to certain music depending on my mood. I am more of a, like, sad song person <laughs> because I I listen to music more for the lyrics than I do for, like, the like instrumentals, which some songs have some really good instrumentals, so I love those, too. But I am a big lyric person, and, like, I really like, like, poetry and just I'm into like reading and words and all that good stuff so like I just a lot of sad songs tell like really good stories so I mostly listen to sad music (laughs) and it's not always a good thing because sometimes it makes me sad but um yeah I I love music in general so and then when I'm like trying to focus or like when I was in school and was doing homework and stuff, I would just listen to classical music with no words because, I mean, 
they say it helps you retain information. I don't know how much of that is true, but it just is a type of music that really helps me focus on what I'm doing. And sometimes at work, I'll listen to just classical music too, if like I really need to pay attention to what I'm doing because it helps me kind of zone in to what I'm doing. So, but yeah, I listen to a really wide variety of music and different genres and stuff like that. So, I feel like I am the least musically inclined. I'm a terrible DJ. <laughs> I know the least about music in general, not just the technicalities, but variety. But I still love so many types of music. Like, there's no type of music I can think of besides, like, no offense, but like screamo that I don't enjoy. Um, so, yeah, I feel the same way. I you totally just recovered a memory for me that I would because I like to listen to like I look up on YouTube like a a meditation playlist of like for music when I want to focus and stuff like that, or sometimes when I want to relax. Um, but I just had the recovered memory that for a, a while in college I would play like the Harry Potter like soundtrack. <laughs> to study too <laughs> that was fun sounds dramatic <laughs> yeah it was I it was more entertaining than it did help me focus but that's a big reason why I listen to music is because like for the entertainment I remember when I was younger like a couple distinct times that I really was just like oh my god this music speaks to my soul like I think very much so Rachel sitting in her room crying about her dead tree sad <laughs> with music never <laughs> forget like, that's like my standard for like when you're really feeling it um <laughs> and that that isn't usually me like sometimes it'll really be hitting me in the feels but um I'll usually listen to music to like pump me up or like because I'm in the mood to have fun or do something fun um I also just love like I love a strong voice so I feel like I also um like when it like how you said Ray, um, you like to listen to it like more so for the lyrics than for like the instrumental or anything like that. I feel like sometimes that's when I get more into like ballads and stuff like that because I'm just so impressed with their voices and stuff and how much they can show off those pipes. So, but yeah, I feel like in general when I answered this question, I was just like, I use music instead to help me cope, <laughs> to pump me up and have a good time. <laughs> but so. I'm the opposite of Ray. I never listened to sad music ever. Um, I did at one point in my life, and we'll get into that later. But uh, for the most part, I literally only listen to like upbeat songs that are going to pump me up. Um, especially, and music helps me the most, like when I'm anxious. Um, and so I'll purposely listen to like very fast like upbeat songs um because it matches like how i'm feeling like it matches the racing of like my brain but like in a better way because i'm thinking then about like the lyrics and the music versus like what was in my head originally so it's easier for me to calm down after i've been listening to music for a while mm. so yeah that's when music helps me the most but um Speaking of sad, sad songs, what what is your sad anthem? Like when you're sad, this is your go-to. I can start. Um, <laughs> Bleeding Love by Leona Lewis. I love it. Is like when 
that's the one sad song that like when it comes on i'm just like can't blade it can't can't and i just like can't <laughs> i was gonna say can you please give us a tidbit thank you <laughs> I did. so yeah that's my sad anthem tori oh dear um this was easy for me because this is a song that makes me cry every time I listen to it. So that's when I think of sad anthem. I'm not like when I'm sad, I put this song on because it, okay. it'll vary. But like something like when I listen to it, it moves me so much that I cry. And it is yeah. sad. It is You Are My Sunshine by Johnny Cash. Oh, I yeah. ball like a baby every fucking time that song comes on through my shuffle but then i'm like a masochist and like i have to listen to the whole thing so like i could be in a great mood i'll be doing my makeup and that song comes on i'm like ah! and then i like i'm in my feelings for a good five minutes after and then i'll go on with my day but that song by you know it just gets me Ooh, it just gets me and it's so good like just the the mood the yeah. the emotion he conveys in his voice i'm like uh yeah so that's mine that's my favorite version of that song i love it yeah same it is perfection um i have two written down for this one which is probably going to be my answer for all of these um so the first one <laughs> well, is... i have seven <laughs> of course you do <laughs> just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> the first one is she used to be mine by sarah Bareilles. That song just freaking gets me. Yeah. And she just has such a beautiful voice, and I love it. So that gets me. And then the other one is called Sad Song by Christina Perry. (laughs) I'm like, wow, very self-explanatory. This one is, like, really unique because the lyrics are sad because she's basically talking about how, like, she's, like, a disappointment to her family and... Like, she doesn't have, like, a purpose in life and all this stuff. But it's, like, a fast-paced. Um, yeah. The song is. Like, the instrumentals are fast-paced. So it's, like, really interesting how, like, it's sad, but it you can kind of bop to it. It's, like, really weird. But There's I, some Taylor Swift songs like that, and I'm like... Yeah, yeah I actually feel time. like a lot of pop songs can be like that. A good one that just made me think of that is actually Circles by Post Malone really yes. catchy mm-hmm. song lyrics are super sad and i'm like oh my god that song actually puts me in my feelings too but it's like on it. pop like, radio because um, it's catchy yeah it's like bullet by hollywood undead literally mm-hmm. about killing yourself but it's so catchy <laughs> but it's a pop <laughs> <laughs> it, it is yeah it's funny how they do that sometimes yeah how rude of them judy what about you well, I also kind of, well, okay, I have two because I kind of answered it both ways. Like, Tori, like, I also had an answer that it, like, gets me in the feels every time, even though, like, I don't listen to it when I'm sad, but every time I do, I'm just like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and one of those is um, Soon You'll Get Better by Taylor Swift. Also, all of my answers are pretty much going to be Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> She's a Swifty, y'all. <laughs> major swifty truly most of the music i if i listen to music it's going to be taylor swift or harry styles and i don't care if that's lame (laughs) it's not we love it Um, we support it (laughs) we do um but so that's like if it will make me cry every time um and then my like i'll listen to if i if i want to be sad (laughs) or am sad um both um the song tim mcgraw and back to december also by taylor swift will 
put me right there. I I also my instinct was all too well. Shouts out to the ten minute version, but that's more so just the song I want to like emotionally belt out and release some emotion. I feel like I have so many songs that are like very just like angsty, anger, like emotion, and that kind of thing, but they're not necessarily sad to me. My T Swift. My T Swift song that gets me in my feels like that is Dear John. It's oh, just like never grow up. <laughs> oh, that God. one gets me. Yeah, that one. Gets okay, me too. honestly, the um, oh fuck, I'm a failure. It just left my brain. <laughs> um, there's another one. Okay, there's so many that get me. It's fine. I could go on and on. Oh, guys, I'm gonna do a Taylor Swift episode one time. <laughs> there Will we go. she be our special guest? <laughs> I would That's the die. Only way you're allowed to do it. <laughs> we'll just have Tori on again because that one guy in Nashville thought she was Taylor Swift. Yep, I can do it. <laughs> and I. Uh, anyway, I thought you was Taylor um, Swift. <laughs> I had not considered when I said sad anthem. Like to to me, obviously, I meant like when I'm sad, I play this song. But I had not thought of it the way that Tori had mentioned it and the song christmas shoes oh god jesus would, alex <laughs> i know would be that song i took a turn I thought about it like that so yeah. anyway um okay i had to look it up because it was driving me the song i was trying to think of is long live by taylor Ooh. swift that also makes me That's emotional every time oh anyway anyway <laughs> all right and switching gears completely <laughs> <laughs> what what is your favorite sexy song and it doesn't have to be a song that you like would bang to just like a song that gets you like feeling yourself and for me it is the classic pony by Ginny wine whenever that song <laughs> I knew that on, was coming <laughs> you whenever that song, didn't you give that song say that that was the one that described your sex life on the newlyweds <laughs> game <laughs> The scra- yep. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. That. that one. And then I have I'm full circle. Star Dancing by My Darkest Days. Mm-hmm. Ooh, awesome I love that one. song. And I, I can't tell you why. I just do. I do. I love it so much. So Ray, what song really gets you going? So I also have two. The first one is I Feel It Coming by The Weeknd. Uh, let's freaking go yeah most of his songs get me going but that one specifically like it's a bop 100% Um, I don't think I've ever heard this song Ah! oh my gosh every time it comes through on my shuffle I listen to the whole thing a a lot of time I just skip songs or I can't Hmm. I have like ADD and have to can't finish the song I listen through that song every single time. Hmm. Oh my god. It's gosh. one of those songs that you hear the intro and it just you have to stay for the rest. Mm-hmm. Any okay. song by the weekend, I listen to like I he is the yeah, one most of his, I, yeah. that I can he, listen to just his album. He's a musical genius. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Um, and then the other one is Partition by Beyonce. Mm. Ah, let's go. Yeah. That was like my only answer at first. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right. So Kylie uses Partition and? 
I have a couple. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> the just instinctual song that came to mind was Partition. And then, okay, is this even, I, I don't even know if this is the name of the song. I think it is, but just Feeling Myself. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. Um, and then I also have a Taylor Swift answer. Um, I love the song False God, I feel like, from her Lover album. I'm always just like, oh. and that's right by that other song on the album. And I'm just like, why well, you got to do this? <laughs> no, I'm crying. Love that. <laughs> yeah. It's a good one. Tori? All right. So I did think of it both ways. Like songs I would get down to and then songs that make me feel sexy and empowered. Um, so the song right now that I would get down to is called Midnight Snack. I believe this is how you say it. It's spelled M-U-N-I, but I think it's supposed to be pronounced money. Um, by Money Long, featuring Jacob Lattimore. And Jacob Lattimore is our age, and he's from Milwaukee. Ooh, um, that's that. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a fairly new song, and I recently discovered it, and I'm like, woo, love this. So would totally get down to that. Again, it's called Midnight Snack by Money Long. Um, but one of my all-time favorites that I would get down to, which is still kind of a new-ish song, is Nasty by Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. Love Love that song. Uh, ooh. Oh, she I has some too. good sexy time songs. She does. Seriously. And then song that makes me feel like just like sexy, empowered, um, is actually a Beyonce song. I put Formation. Because um, mm-hmm. that one, every single time I'm shaking my ass and I just feel like so it's... good about myself. And I then the theme here is Beyonce will make you... Just feel sexy. feeling some type of way. Yep. Oh, she's yeah. actually mentioned quite a bit in my in my answers <laughs> here. So love that. Um, and then there's actually another one, and this isn't a song that Re- Rihanna actually ended up putting out ever on an album, from what I know. But it was debuted at a Victoria's Secret fashion show. It's called "Fresh Off the Runway." Oh um, yeah. So the audio is on YouTube, but you can't like find it on Spotify or anything that I know of. But, oh my gosh, and it's exactly what it sounds like. You feel like you're fresh off the runway. You look good. You feel good. Ugh, I just fucking love that song. So that one makes me feel real sexy. Love that. Love it. Also, I realized there's a whole list of songs that um, watching Harry Styles perform makes me feel some type of way. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's um, didn't even explore those, but I was at work. I didn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now, what, rather, sorry, who was your favorite artist as a child? Aaron Carter. Um, <laughs> good answer. Okay. Also, me. Uh, oh my gosh, the episode Dang. that he was on, I'm Lizzie McGuire. Dance Dance Revolution. Mm-hmm. Um, so by childhood, what what age range are we talking? Yeah, you know? I also have other things depending on age, but that was like when I think of like young kid getting into music, this is what I could first own as my own music. It was like I had the tapes, yes, tapes of yeah. Aaron Carter. <laughs> I had the hit clips. And I had that oh, too, in Sync and Britney Spears. I Loved. had a lot when I was child. That was my favorite one. Um, so when I answered this question, sorry, I did. <laughs> no, please do it again. <laughs> uh, 
I did two. Sorry, I had three answers. Two of them are like I remember listening to them like with my parents, like my dad especially. Um, he really liked this music, and so I would listen to them with him a lot, and therefore I really liked them. Um, and then my third answer is one that I liked when I finally found like what I was into in music, and like when I could own my own stuff. So it could have been a plethora of things. I'm not really picky. So shall I go first? Sure. I shall. Well, I think Tori oh. already beat you to it. But... Yeah, Tori did. But like, <laughs> if she has more to add, she... sorry. sorry. <laughs> if she has more to add, she may do so. Um, that was just amazing. So as like a young child, I really remember liking um, Tim McGraw and Toby Keith. And specifically... Toby Keith's song, um, I Want to Talk About Me. It's literally the song I was just singing <laughs> in my head. Um, like, she's either going to say that one or the, how do you like me now? Yeah, <laughs> like, also a really good thing, but like, yeah. I want to talk about me, want to talk about I, want to talk about now the one, oh, oh, I mean, what I think of life, what I know, what I want to be. <laughs> she's getting it. So that's it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But then as like I got my own music taste, whatever, um, Taylor Swift was and still is one of my faves. So, yes, Kylie, would you like to go? Sure. The only answer I came up with at first was Taylor Swift. (laughs) But (laughs) when I was like really young, I did have like Britney Spears and there was someone else. I can't remember now. Um, Oh, Kelly Clarkson was super big in my childhood. Mm -hmm. Um, And... Um, I feel like those were the main ones. And then, like, some Avril Lavigne was always big. Or Miley Cyrus once she started, yep. like, oh, just Nickelodeon or Disney music. Good was one. The jam. Um, I remember also having tons of, like, CDs from, like, the Disney movie soundtracks. Like, I uh-huh. had the Lizzie McGuire one. The, um, oh, my God, just so many. So many. The Again, more Miley Cyrus. It was, but yeah, in general taylor swift <laughs> and it has stuck because she's amazing so no shame she has really grown with us yeah it's I amazing like, yeah so i'm with tor i listened to a lot of aaron carter i even had an aaron carter barbie doll and amazing. i also loved the spice girls still do i still jammed them my sister has one of their like records and like every time i go over there we put it in and we jam to it um and i had all the sparse spice girls barbies as well <laughs> um which is probably worth hella money right now but it's fine Holy. my dad threw it's them all away fun. what yeah and Rude. my little sister Maddie cut the hair off of some of them. Ah! Yeah, it was tragic. Um, I also loved Avril Lavigne. I remember singing The Best Damn Thing when I was in fifth grade. Yeah, one does. <laughs> On the swing set at school. And um, when I got a little older, I'd say like middle school age, like maybe junior high, I loved the Jonas Brothers. Mm -hmm. because that's kind of like when they first started um and then me and my friend Carson shouts out she was one of my childhood best friends we would go to her house and just YouTube never shout never songs (laughs) and listen to those like all day wow so 
yeah, those those are mine. <laughs> Can I make an embarrassing shout out? Yes. Yeah. So shout out to Kenzie. <laughs> when we were little, she was obsessed with Weird Al. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is all she would listen to. Like I remember distinctly for like a couple of years. She's like, this is just so good. I'm like, no. I, really I hate Oh my gosh. <laughs> Me too. Which is really I guess funny, I was never like. Yeah, I guess no shade if anyone out there's a super fan, except for Dickenzie. Love you. But <laughs> I hated it so much. <laughs> That's so funny. Um. So I do have more to add. I was just excited to say Aaron Carter. Um. <laughs> I think I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely like where I started there and then I listened to NSYNC, Britney Spears, a lot of that. And then came along Jesse McCartney. Ooh. And I was I like, oh man. I loved, loved, loved his music. Um never got to see him live, which I like if he ever did like a comeback tour, I'd love to go. But I really liked he him. He was in Stevens Point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh well F my life. <laughs> yeah, I was only two more. Yeah, yeah because right he end. was in Minneapolis too. Or oh my Paul. god! So yeah. I completely he was missed literally it. My like, bad. All the people that love me are in college right now. I'm gonna go take their money. Yep. For the sake of nostalgia, it was genius. Smart. It was um, genius. <laughs> so super into him, and then yeah, I did the uh, super into Jonas Brothers. Loved them. Love them Who now too. They put out good music. Up. Yeah. Yep. They put out really good music now too. Um, and then... I love. Oh, sorry, go I was ahead. gonna go on a Joe Bro tangent. I love like okay again. I'm bad with music. There's one of their newer songs from like the last couple years that was a, a hit that reminds me so much. Like there's like certain elements that sound so much like like their old music that I'm just like oh it gets me right in the nostalgia. I just love it. Thank you. I don't even care if the song is good, which it's amazing, but it just I'm gonna love it no matter <laughs> what it is because it's so reminiscent. Yeah, they call back to their old music sometimes, and I mm-hmm. love that. It's smart. Um, yes. And then in between middle school and I think junior high is when One Direction started rolling around. That's when they made showed face in X Factor where they got their start. And I discovered them probably a couple weeks after they started on X Factor. I was only like a couple weeks behind that train. And once I did, I was like, oh, dear. And I just dove in head first, and that was my life for a very oh, long dear. time. <laughs> so, I, um, not like super, super young, but definitely still a kid, and that was like just my utter obsession. I caught the obsession. I think it was freshman year of college. <laughs> right. They did some growing up with us too. Definitely not as long yeah. of a career, but they grew up. Yeah, I and I mean it was. It's still. They're so good. It was so good. It was oh, so yeah. nice Those to obsess over. Yep. <laughs> I, will, I will happily obsess over them more. <laughs> so yeah, those are mine. So now, what song or songs mean the most to you? And for this one, I had two answers. One, I had Amazing Grace, because that was the song. This is probably too sad. That's okay. Um, it was played at my grandma's funeral. And so, and she loved that song. So I was like really associated that with her. And then also Ray and I used to duet that song a lot and I loved it. And then Can the second I, song. Oh, um, just say one little thing. We sang that at my great grandma's birthday party two weeks yeah. ago. 
or a week ago or whatever that was. Yeah. She, that. It's her favorite song, so. Yeah. And shout out to Great Grandma. It was her 100th birthday party. Hell yeah. yeah. Shout out. <laughs> Let's not forget to shout that part out. <laughs> um, Hell yeah. And then song number two I picked is XO by Beyonce. Uh, that's a song that Jake and I danced to at our wedding. So obviously means a lot. <laughs> um, I just piggyback off of you. I did Hearts Don't Break Around Here by Ed Sheeran because A, it's my favorite Ed Sheeran song. And B, that was what we walked down the aisle to at my wedding. And it's just, it's one of those that kind of like Tori with, the you are my sunshine like it makes me tear up every time i hear it because it's just so such a sweet song and now i'll always associate it to my wedding day so um and then i have chiquitita by abba oh (laughs) yeah that song has gotten me through some tough times um it just makes it's a feel-good song um it's a song that a sad way (laughs) yes it's a song that I constantly jam to with all my besties. It's one of those that once it starts playing, we're all so into it. And like usually Blake's around and he's very confused. (laughs) And it's just a great song. Um, And then the last one I have is Canon and D, Pachelbel's Canon and D, which is a classical song. Um, This one has like a lot of meaning to me. It was the first classical song I ever learned on the piano. And so that was kind of like the transition from like playing like the kids songs to like actually being like a piano player. And it was like really, it was like the, I did that song for the recital that year and it was, (laughs) our piano recitals were always kind of split up where like all the little kitties would go first Mm -hmm. and then like the more grown up people would go. And like, I was right at that just jumped over the line to play canon and d and i felt so like grown (laughs) even though i was probably like 10 years old but i'm like i'm a badass but yeah and then alex and i played that song a duet version of that song um our senior year of high school for solo and ensemble and we went to state for it and baller that was the year i forgot my music at home no at Lori's at my piano teacher she forgot to give me my judge's copy so my mom had to run home we had to beg the judge for us to play later in the day yep it was a big mess and then they kind of gave us a crappy score and I'm pretty sure it was because (laughs) we were just unorganized but it's fine yeah the song itself though was kick-ass oh it's beautiful it's it's my favorite Yeah, it's one of my top 10 favorite songs in the whole world. So it just has a lot of meaning to me. And yeah, I just love it. Chiki Tita, tell me what's wrong. That's a good segue. (laughs) Um, I was actually just going to sing that because first I like, I couldn't think of a song. So my answer is I didn't have one. But now that I've been doing some reflecting, listening to you guys, um, I know my answer. That's not it. But that song is special (laughs) to me right now. Because my aunt uncle's dog Chica was recently put down, and oh. I would always sing that to her, and because yeah. it's like a it's a version of her name, um, so I would always sing that to her, and it was just really sweet. So I came across on shuffle probably just a couple days ago, and I listened to it, and I was like, ooh, extra in my feelings. Yeah. Um, 
But the song's like, ooh, the yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, still, it's it lifts me up at the same time. It's amazing. Yeah. We'll have That's to jam to it this weekend. That's yes. what I was just thinking. Okay, um, on the same page. And then the song that I actually was like, you know what, this song does mean a lot to me and has for quite some time, is actually a Disney song, and it is Re- "Reflection" by Leah sure. Salonga. Um, Christina Aguilera. No. (laughs) Tori and I have fights about which version's better. I'm sorry. I'm like triggered. So let me go off for like 30 seconds. I love Christina Aguilera. And I think she's an amazing singer. And I love a lot of her songs. But for that song, I think the singer that was in the movie nailed it as far as the mood that i was like i look for with those lyrics um so i I personally relate to that one more but that song has always just stuck with me even from when i was little on maybe the meaning wasn't so much when i was younger but like it's such a beautiful song that i've just loved it so much and then as i've gotten older it was like always a constant reminder to be true to myself and the combination of two things is like i think is always going to be really special to me Sorry, I was muted because there's a barking dog. Um, so I have a few different answers. So the instinctual first answer that came to mind is actually the song um, Wonderful Tonight by Eric Clapton. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like my parents' like song, quote unquote, that oh. they like dance to at their wedding. And like I just think of them and like all the times like that that plays and then they dance together and have a moment and i also have other cousins that have that as like their song too at weddings and stuff and uh, so it just like it holds such a like sentimental like loving place in my heart that like whenever it comes on i'm just so full of love and stuff and like like i said sentimentality um the next one that came to mind was um, the song Head Over Boots by Jason Party because I, I think of that as like mine and Alex's song. It was really popular when we first started seeing each other and we listened to it on like our first date and stuff like that. So I think that that one. Um, another one is the song um, Jack and Diane. It just makes me think of like spending time in the car with my dad listening to like the 80s music that he liked and getting into like all that, all the music that um, I know because of him and all that, that 80s rock and that 80s, whatever that is considered. So, (laughs) and then (laughs) the last one that I thought of actually while we were talking is the song Traveling Soldier. Um, (laughs) Partially, so... Shout out to our high school dance team because they like one state with that song. So we saw mm-hmm. them perform it all the damn time, but it gets me in the feels every time. And I remember like just in like their performance would get me in the feels every time. So like it just reminds me of like that time and place in high school and like just all the things I was going through like over that year. And it was just like just something about it and then 
in college, I also then remember all the times like Rachel, we spent like in the music room, like playing piano and singing. Well, and by that, I mean, Rachel was doing these things and I was enjoying it. Um, (laughs) But Judy was interpretive dancing (laughs) in the background. That's what I can add to the situation. Um, But it just, it just reminds me of that as well. And like, that's just such great memories that I'll cherish forever as spending all that time, like in the um dorms and just with our friends and just having that like wholesome quality times together so those are my answers <laughs> i loved all those songs so that's lovely thank you all right your first concert mine was barlow girl own. damn it alex i forgot i went to a barlow girl concert when i was a kid <laughs> <laughs> so that would be mine too and we probably were at the same one was it at my yeah, church yeah we talked about that yep yep yes um but because i didn't think of that one originally i thought that i've only been to two concerts but now i've been to three um but i've also seen ed sheeran in sugarland and so ed was like my first real big concert and i loved every second of it Mostly because I was there next to you, right? Obviously. <laughs> that was also my first big concert. My first big person I saw in concert would be, I think, that I like remember and was excited for was Eric Church. But yes, that was just at the at fair. fair. Yes, yeah. So to that me, was I don't count that. <laughs> but yes, like the first like toured like stadium yeah. style was Eric Church. Nope. Shortly after followed by uh, Harry Styles. And I've never been the same since. (laughs) Tori? So I've got two answers here. My first ever concert that I remember like shelling out money to buy an actual ticket for was One Direction. Um, I went with Anna Welton. We went to Soldier Field in Chicago, Illinois. And I got to witness all five of the boys. And it was a really good time. Um, however, I believe the first big name I saw in a concert was actually at the Minnesota State Fair. I was young. I think I may be single digits or either that or like middle school, um, was Fergie. Nice. Fergie. Amazing. Yeah, she did really well from what I remember. I mean, my memory could also be distorted from how many years that have passed, but that was good. Yeah. My memory's also a little distorted because I'm pretty sure I saw Lady Antebellum and Kelly Pickler prior to Eric Church, but he still stands out as, like, the big guns. But, There's um, nine-year-old Tori. My humps! My humps! That's <laughs> basically what was going on, and I was yeah. there with my mom and our friend Carolyn and whatnot, and they are probably just like, knock it off! And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I have, well, um... should we... <laughs> oh. Go ahead, what? I was going to say, well, should we throw it back even further to Rachel in her car seat singing to Alanis Morissette? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love Alanis. Um, but yeah, I was just going to say, I've actually been to quite a few concerts, but that was my first one. My first ones that I remember paid or otherwise. There you go. All right. Um, so now for my second favorite question of the night. I asked the ladies to find artists that are the same zodiac sign as them and then pick their favorite song by that artist um that's okay that is fine what how did you read it how did you do that wrong 
Okay, I just looked at it really quick, and I thought you just said, and share a song by the artist, but... Oh, that's fine. Whatever. Uh, Ray, why don't you... Why don't you tell us? Well, I am a Taurus, as y'all know. Um, There's actually a ton of really good Taurus musicians out there that I didn't realize. Um, Tori and I talked about this a little earlier before we recorded, but Sam Smith is one of them, and he's one of my faves. But I did not pick one of his songs. Um, Adele is another one who's a Taurus, and she's amazing. But I decided to pick Billy Joel because... His And the song I picked, which is my favorite song of his, is Piano Man. That is one of my top ten favorite songs in the world. I don't listen to Billy Joel much. My mom used to when we were younger. So, like, I do know a lot of his music. And he is so – he's a piano musical genius. Like, he's amazing. But Piano Man was always one of those songs that I, like, listened to during my childhood. And I – Anytime it comes on, like, my playlist or whatever, I it's one of those I can't skip. Like, I have to listen to the whole thing. And, yeah, so that's that's mine. Kylie? Okay, I'm actually really proud of mine. Um, I was really excited because I already knew Kanye West was a Gemini. And I'm like, there's got to be better out there. <laughs> Which... Um, <laughs> throwback jams are still jams but he can be thrown out so two others that i am proud to call fellow gemini's are um alanis morissette um yes and paul mccartney Ooh, i got good company they make up for my (laughs) lack of music ability so i did quick look up songs since i'm like i know a lot of songs by them but i didn't pick like a favorite and I feel like I'm going to go with Hand in My Pocket by Alanis as my favorite. <laughs> That's a good one. Always a good one. Um, and I got to go Hey Jude on Paul McCartney. Oh, you man. have to. Yeah. Tori? So I also have two artists and two songs. The, um, Michael Jackson is a Virgo. However, I didn't pick any of his songs because oh. there's just too many. <laughs> So my two artists are Beyonce, shocker, I know, and uh, Amy Winehouse. So Excellent. Yeah. So for Beyonce, I had mentioned earlier that I really love Formation, but I decided to go with something a little different. It is one of my favorite songs from her that I've listened to more recently um, from her album Lemonade. It is called Daddy Lessons. Um, yes. It's such a good song. It is such a good song. The one song. with the chicks. Fantastic don't know that version and probably will never listen to it but anyway so the original version by beyonce <laughs> <laughs> um um i don't like the chicks that's why but um yeah i know oh so i and really the truth love comes out that's why tori will no longer be on the podcast we have kicked her off voted <laughs> <laughs> off the island um no i really really like that song by her and then the other one for amy winehouse is um valerie Mm. that's my fave of hers mm-hmm. love it yeah that's excellent so those i like a lot of her music again too but that one just sticks out to me so those are my answers all right oh, this well. is unrelated but um i was just thinking about as you guys 
as we're talking, I'm like, wow, I wonder if other people are like me and are going to learn new music because of this episode. And then I thought about how there's this song that I keep hearing on the radio all of a sudden. Um, that song Sledgehammer that I only know because Harry Styles covered it. <laughs> and I'm so grateful because that song is so good. So if anyone else is out there expanding their musical horizons, we're in this together and I support you. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So I have three. My first fellow Capricorn is Dolly Parton. Woo! And I'm amazing. Yeah. Yep. And I you picked you. Jolene, aren't you? Yep, I did. I did, in fact, pick <laughs> Jolene. Um, which I do like that song. She has I have a fun fact about that song. Please tell me. She wrote that song and the song And I Will Always Love You on the same day. Wow. Oh, she's Talk a about a hit maker. And yes, she wrote the song and I will always love you to those of you that think Whitney yep. Houston wrote it. And I um, like Dolly's version better anyway. Actually, I like them both from equally. Girls. <laughs> yeah, because they both sound, they just sound so different. You can't really compare them. Right. You know? I like, like Rachel's version the best. I like Blake Swope's version the best. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, oh, I was actually God. just going to say that. <laughs> For those of you that um, don't know, that's my brother-in-law, and he can hit those high notes, and it's amazing. Amazing. Anyway. Also, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Uh, oh. Mm-hmm. And because I've been obsessed with Encanto recently, um, I picked Surface Pressure as my fave, because I just jammed to that constantly. I didn't he know wrote, he was in that. He No, he wrote it. Like, oh, he, wrote he did? For it. Yep. Ooh. Oh, he's not he, in it at all, actually. He performs like on Broadway too, doesn't he? Hamilton, yeah. Hamilton. So I'm uh, sure I he's in Hamilton. Picked... Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, and then my personal favorite. We sh- I share a birthday with this person. He is older. Um, but Psy Psy Gangnam <laughs> Style. I share oh a birthday with that God. man. Oh my God! So that was really exciting to me. I thought you were going to say Weird Al. No. Um, (laughs) Alex is the new Weird Al. (laughs) Big Al is no Weird Al. Yeah, no surprise there. Okay. So, before Kylie had got on to the podcast, um, me, Rachel, and Tori had talked about doing... um, the surprise question that I have for them all as our Ooh. weekly question. Ooh. And then if it fails, we'll just pretend it never happened and do the regular question. <laughs> so. <Love it. laughs> what is it? I also might not have an answer or my answer will be Taylor Swift. Just fair warning. And that's could be a valid answer kind of. Okay. And I'm not going to give you very long to think about it. Cause I want it to be like your immediate gut reaction. All right. Okay. So what was your teen angsty anthem? What age? Teen. Yeah, I mean, it changed like like do you mean like early middle teens, school. late teens? Okay. Junior high, middle school. Okay, so pretty much every single Avril Lavigne song, but Same. I won't narrow that down. But I would say I'm going to go with Welcome to the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. <laughs> How did I know? Is I that really been, um, what you thought I would say? Yep. 
I love it. Mine is I Write Sins, video. Not Tragedies by Panic Ooh. at the Disco. Amazing. I still jam super hard every time. Yeah. Same. Kylie? My instinct first answer was Girlfriend by Avril Lavigne. <laughs> there you go. Uh, mine is Bowling I could Ball get us a Taylor Swift answer. That's such a good song. Sometimes I, I can yeah, stuck well, in my head randomly. Bowling Ball by Super Chick. I don't know what that my is. Favorite, my favorite line of that song you is... you some of it? Yeah. You need that boy like a bowling ball dropped on your head, which means it's not at all. Right. Really um, I'm obsessed. I have to check this song out. <laughs> okay. Also, there's such great angsty like girl like pop rock songs out right now. Yeah. I am like, oh, I'm living for it. Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, yeah. That's really yeah. What's yep. what's that ev- other one that's like the A B C D E F G? Fight me. Oh, that one. Oh, that Invite Amy me by Avril Lavigne. Oh, another one of mine is uh, Misery Business by Paramore. I was going to say, I feel like there's a lot of Paramore songs that if I heard, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, all the Mayday Parade songs. Yep. Miserable at best. Oh god! Oh, really? I just listened to that day. yesterday. Wow! That gets me. Damn. Anyway, well, that <laughs> question was a failure. Let's move on. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it all out. Yeah. <laughs> Let's restart. I have a question, actually. Yeah. For y'all, music related. If you could meet a musician who is no longer alive. Who would you want that to be? Mine's obviously Elvis. Yeah. I'd love me some Elvis. I would love to meet him. George I Michael. Think... Okay. He's he's fine. Beautiful voice. Ooh. Beautiful person. Mm-hmm. My gut instinct was Amy Winehouse. <gasps> but then I also thought about Mac Miller. So those those are my answers. I'm too musically and illiterate. However, Johnny Cash was the first person that came to mind. That would be a good one too. Yeah, that'd yeah. be a very good one. So let's my all dad. have dinner with them <laughs> together. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's our workaround. What a crew dinner party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Alex, you can I guess you can bring both Amy Winehouse and Mac Miller. It's fine. <laughs> thank you. Thank we'll you. allow it. <laughs> Just one time. Also, my okay, my first initial thoughts were Johnny Cash or Beethoven. <laughs> oh, okay. Honestly, the though, range, the range. Beethoven wouldn't be able to hear a word you say, though. No, because he was deaf. Yes. Maybe but, that's my I could guest. also do uh, <laughs> who? Hallelujah. The oh, oh, um, fuck. Whatever his name is, I want to meet him too. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> Let me look it up. One sec. Oh my god, it's bothering me. It starts uh, with an H. H- yep. Handle or Handel or something. Oh, Handel. Yes. 
Yes. Thank you, Tori. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's on there. I was like, the Messiah, but that's where yeah. it's from. <laughs> God. <laughs> <He's> not- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Did well, we have anything else? Episode. Yeah, I thought so. I enjoyed yeah. looking up all the stuff, like thinking about it. Was I listened to the, a lot of the songs today in preparation. Mm-hmm. Nice. Love that. Well, Tor, we're going to miss you. Yeah. Aw, I'm going to miss you guys, too. And if you ever want to guest co-host an episode or whatever, let us know. Okay. Alrighty, well, thanks everybody for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. Also, drop them your Spotify playlist that you want to jam to together. That'd be awesome. Well, this is an episode of the Hometown Lowdown, and we will see... You. Later. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye. Bye buddy.